I got something special for the intro. All right, boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio for this one? 80-20. 80-20, you're here, or 80-20, you're on the road? Don't worry about it. Play the intro! Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette and Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. New Westminster, North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Kizmenko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Woo! Yeah! That was an AK-47. This is a M134 minigun. Oh my god, our poor listeners. Oh my god. That reminds me of like, remember you're in elementary school and you download the app on your iPod, the different kinds of... <laughs> what the <laughs> Like, the different kinds of farts and then you press the little Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah I remember that. Do you guys ever have the beer app? The beer app. And we gotta start recording. The you never had the beer app? No. What's Where the beer app? Where you would just tilt your phone and you would be oh, like you were drinking yeah, a beer. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. No. And it would empty. You never had yeah. that? I'll download it. Right no, now. I don't think I was ever yeah. that impressed by a phone. Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Welcome everybody <laughs> to episode one hundred. We Ooh. have hit Wait, triple 100? digits. Yeah, one hundred. So that's actually kind of crazy. Is there? Any- don't we restart? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Episode zero zero one, yeah. <laughs> or as Alex's hockey number for him, zero zero. Oh, I still can't believe you're taking so double funny. zeros. So funny. That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I, that's only because Marcus took his number. Yeah, Marcus did take my number. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. One second. Let me take a sip of my beer. Oh, good God. We're, we're still we're still on about this, eh? Hey? Here we go. I'm your host this week, Tyler Erlinson, and I'm joined, as always, by my excellent co-hosts, Jake Jude. Hey, back to top billing. Hey. Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And the guy sipping his beer over there, <laughs> Alex Smith. You never had this. I know. <laughs> what even? Okay, so. It's it's like a fake beer on your phone, and he's pretending to drink it. Yeah. How does wow. That, I guess you can't get drunk that way. They call it DD beer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, they have options now. <laughs> oh, good God. What do you guys want me to drink next? Nothing. <laughs> no, let's just do the show. Yeah. How about a real beer? That is a cherry Dude, Coke. just going to say that cherry is, that is a cherry Coke. <laughs> uh, Alex and I are sitting here drinking Coke and he and Jake. Jake, how about a real beer with my cherry Coca Cola? Yeah, how's that Coke? It's kind of good. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we should make like this it. episode ASMR only. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, one hundred of these, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, God. No, right. but we have another th- another milestone going on, though. Do we? The second 
birthday. Yeah, we celebrated our second birthday on oh, Sunday. I really thought you were going to say the Nashville Predators getting eliminated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really that, we are also celebrating that. And and the Calgary Flames getting eliminated. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's not as funny. Wait, were the Blues eliminated last week? They yeah, were, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Your guys' teams were eliminated last week. Our teams are eliminated this yeah, week. That's suck right. It. That's right. Yeah. One more week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> before before we jump into the hockey talk, we're gonna hear from a word from our sponsor. It's Tyler Surprise Moneyline. Money oh yeah. Brought to you by Betstamp. By using the Betstamp app, you can line shop across all sports books to ensure you're finding the best value available on your wagers. Betstamp allows you to track verified bets across all major sports books. This allows you to keep track of different accounts and build a more credible record. On Betstamp, you're able to follow other Betstamp users to be instantly notified when they are tracking picks. Following winning users is a great way to find new bets. You can download the Betstamp app or sign in online. And if you're new, you can sign up with promo code VANCOUVERBOYS to help support the show. And remember, make sure to follow all gambling regulations in your area. All right, last week we didn't do two. S- what? Nothing. Oh. All right, last last week we didn't, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Well, you went like yeah, this, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, someone in the live asked, what's up? Dude, oh, you need to say when you're going live. Don't worry. None of the stuff at the beginning was live. Thank God. All right, last week our uh, our betting was not bad. We we hit on quite a bit. Yeah. One thing we did miss on was Nikolai Ehlers to score, but I don't know how many posts he hit <laughs> yeah, in that game. Yeah, that was crazy. Jake and I were watching the game and he just yeah. kept walking up and ripping it off the iron. Yeah. But for the most part, everything else everything else hit. So if you followed, you would have made money. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> hey, I'm making money all the time. This this week things are going to be a little bit different. Because we can't really place a bet for Saturday on the NHL right. because there's no games <laughs> on Saturday. What what's your thing, Jake? That the playoffs yeah. always start on a Wednesday? Yeah, Is that, I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I see. I seem to remember you very you defending that fact, and I I thought that that was a a thing that I I would never keep track of, but it, I you knew I believe that. they start on a Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, but e- even even then, we still don't know who the matchups are, so we can't yeah. really bet on most things. Except for the Leafs to lose in seven. Nope. Very true. That we can all bet on. Yeah. Speaking of which, you guys see the Tampa game, like the Tampa Toronto game that was like. Oh, it was heated. Holy it was shit. Heated. Was like, yeah. That was crazy. I'm so excited to watch seven games of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's going to be a good series. I do have some bets for you guys. We're going to throw it over to the MLB. You know, Ooh. baseball's just getting warmed up here. And uh, the Blue Jays are also getting warmed up. They're looking really good right now. So I have the Toronto Blue Jays beating the undefeated Tampa Bay Rays. Ooh. When you say undefeated, sorry, how long has this season been on? Um, they're eleven and zero. Whoa! I didn't realize there's been at, that at, much baseball. At time already. of recording, well, I mean, that's oh, sorry, like two at, weeks of baseball. At time of recording, the Tampa Bay Rays are twelve and zero. Wow! And I do have the Blue Jays beating them because the Tampa Bay Rays have yet to play a good team. Okay. And the Blue Jays right now are the hardest hitting team in the league. So they are going to torch them. Um, another bet that I've liked lately is Matt Chapman to get a hit. Pretty safe bet. He's, you, he's batting 500 right now. Are you betting the Yankees every game this season again? I'm not betting the Yankees every game this season because <laughs> okay. I missed the first week. So I'm a, I'm a little behind on that. Nah. I might actually start right now and bet the Blue Jays every single game for the year. 
Really? They're I supposed they're, to do really well this I season. think they're going to be good. So It'll be interesting. I think they're like, what, eight and six? Um, They are. They're eight and six. I'm, I'm not the biggest baseball no, right, guy. Right now, they're eight and four. Yeah, I'm not either, but I know they're in a really tough division. Yeah. And I love me some October baseball, so I will I will definitely be tuning in. All right, there we go. So October uh, baseball? That. Yeah, that's what they call their playoffs because uh, they start like and they're, they're there's there's no completely in October. Yeah, there's, oh, that's nice. There's no regular season baseball in October. All the playoffs are in October. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah so that's the only thing I'm hitting on Saturday, just the Blue Jays and the Matt Chapman hit. We're going with that. We're keeping it simple. Remember, if you do want to play some bets, head over to BetSnap. Check them out. Use Vancouver Boys as the uh, the promo code there. Of course. That's very that, helpful. That very much helps us out. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we all make some money. Cha-ching. <laughs> all right. Now what, now what everyone's here for, the Canucks talk. Not a whole lot of it, but, Marcus, why don't you take it away? Some well, big headlines, though. Like, there isn't a lot to talk about, but for whatever reason, there's some like big headlines. For yeah, the there, there is a strange amount of news. Now, yeah. now, for those listening, we have not seen the final game of the season yet. We're recording this on Wednesday, so they, they do have one more game on against Thursday. Arizona in Arizona. On It's Thursday. It's tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we have you guys will have seen that game by now. We haven't. Uh, the Canucks did just beat Anaheim. the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> the Anaheim, I, knew, I knew it was the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, so they've got that going for them, which I hate because that moved them up in the standings. However, the biggest headlines from this week don't really have to do with anything the Canucks did directly. The biggest news in the world of Canucks this week is probably the quote by Bo Horvat. Snake. Well, let's just slow it down. Cancer. You, you have always <sighs> been on that train. Man. Yeah, because he's a cancer. No, I've... Very much disagree, but he is problem team child. cancer. Well, let's very, very quickly recap the situation just because most people already know what it is by now. But Bo Horvat was interviewed after an Islanders game, basically asked, what do you think of the atmosphere here, you know, being this late in the season and a playoff push and all the fans here in the arena? What do you think? And he said, well, it's better than in Vancouver. And the weird quote he said was, I'll tell you that for free. Which is a really weird old man quote, too. I don't really know where he pulled that one from. Well, he, he said that because he was mad that they offered Miller that contract and they didn't offer him that contract. I think that's definitely part of it. And he's not as good as Miller, so he doesn't deserve the money. <clears throat> now, he just, he, I think he's just mad at how it ended and he wanted to get a shot in at Vancouver. And I, I think, think so it backfired too. and fans took it as them being mad or him being mad at the fans and teammates and everywhere. Well, yeah. honestly, like you've been the captain of that team. Like it just was not a smart thing to say. No, no, I, I that I will agree with. It was not a wise choice of words for sure. But Tyler, you have there somewhere the quote uh, of he had an apology after that. And this has gone very under the radar. It, it was very um, explosive when he said what he said. It was like every media outlet everywhere. It was like, this is crazy that he said this. But then he apologized about it and it's gotten almost zero coverage. But you have the quote there, Tyler. I do. I wasn't obviously expecting that. It was kind of a heat of the moment thing. It didn't mean any. Di I didn't mean any disrespect to the fans of Vancouver or my teammates or the city of Vancouver at all. It wasn't directed at them at all. The Islanders fans were all excited. 
I was excited to be in a playoff push. I was just, it was just kind of one of those things where my emotions got the best of me. So from that quote, the, the biggest thing I took was that kind of middle beginning part where he said, I wasn't directing it at the fans. I wasn't directing it at my teammates and I wasn't directing it at the city, which makes sense because he seemed to really enjoy at least most of his teammates here. He enjoyed his life here. And I think he was mostly very well received by the fans. But did his teammates enjoy him here? I think he's just trying to sell his house and he doesn't want everybody in Vancouver mad at him. <laughs> I agree. He needs somebody to buy that house. Honestly, yeah. the, the only reason this apology came out was because his PR team was probably like, yo, you need to say something. Yeah. Strongly disagree. Because honestly, if nobody ever made a, a comment or anything about the stuff he said originally, I guarantee you he would have never looked back at it and been like, you know what? I need to apologize for that. Ma the only not. reason something was said was because it became a big deal. Yeah, I think you're right, but I think that that makes sense, though. That's why he said something, right? Yeah, I think his PR team was all over that. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that he he really did. He's, like you guys said, he's mad at the organization, right? He's mad that they chose Miller over him. He's probably mad that in the entire time he's been there, they've had almost no success because they didn't build a team around him at all, right? I, I get him being mad, and I think it sucks that it came off like he was mad at the fans. And that's the main reason everyone's upset, right? But if he said that the, if he'd specified the management or the ownership or the organization is better than Vancouver's, I don't think this would have much backlash because I think most fans would agree with him. Well, wasn't the question about the atmosphere? It wasn't anything to do with the organization. It was how, like, how is this atmosphere? That was, has to do it, with directly with fans. It was all about the atmosphere. Yeah. The question never once entailed anything regarding ownership or anything so if he was trying to get at the organization of the vancouver canucks choose a better question to try to chirp the organization and not something directly about the fans and then just talk about the canucks yeah because obviously it's just going to be about the fans it has nothing to do with the organization unless you say the organization sucked yeah. hashtag cancer uh, no <laughs> i i get that like he definitely should have chosen his words better and maybe even chosen a better question to try to do something like that on but to me, you're right. He's asked about the atmosphere, right? Yeah. But the specific question was the atmosphere in a playoff push like this. The Canucks never gave him that. We had a playoff push last year and we almost made it. Yeah, but we didn't. And we knew we weren't going to make it with like three weeks left in the season. Like there was still like a sizable gap between us and the playoffs. You know what it could have been? What? You could have just been making a COVID joke because when they were in the playoffs, they were in the bubble. So there was no atmosphere. I don't know if that's a joke more of it. It's like, that's a good point. Yeah, like, yeah, there, there was no atmosphere. That's the route he should have gone. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been, been way better. Stupid COVID. Yeah, he should have been like, well, there was nobody in the arena, so obviously it was better. That would have been a funnier joke. Yeah. But no, I just, I don't know. I think it's getting blown out of proportion a little bit, and uh, it sucks because I think now probably in his next game in Vancouver, people are going to boo him. Oh, he's for sure getting booed. And I, But I'm not going to boo him. I'm going to throw a skate at him. Wow. What? Yeah. Happy Gilmore <laughs> yeah. over here. Okay, the one ever thing, take off his skate and try to stab somebody with it. <laughs> the one thing that really bugs me is like you look at JT Miller whenever we're playing against like teams that have old Canucks players, they're always talking with JT Miller. They all seem like they really love him. I've never noticed that. Yeah, like even against the Kings the other day at center ice, it was McEwen and and Miller at center ice having a conversation. Very much forgot that McEwen played for the Kings. And and it's just like Every time, it's always Miller and the guy from the other team. Like they all love him, mm. so it's like you That's never saw you never saw that with Horvat. 
I, I truly believe, I know you disagree. Obviously, we're going to be on the I, other I side do. of this. And, and that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Exactly. But I truly believe that Horvat was the problem in the room. I think, I think he was just too quiet on the outside. And on the inside, he was probably just fucking ripping into people. That that's was so hard he, for me to picture. Like it, I, I can't I can't believe. That. And I got another hot take. I think Quinn Hughes does, should get the C over fucking Elias Patterson. Hang on, I want to get to that. But a I, lot I of wanna... people have been saying that though. Yeah, I don't think so. Also, welcome to the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> he was with the conversation. <laughs> I haven't heard you he talk been here for a while. while. Well, that's I've been listening. Okay. What well, you were gonna say something though? Well, it's yeah, I, I get why you wouldn't think that because he wasn't a problem or there was no problem until Miller came in. Yeah, and it's like they Miller had two almost, different leadership well, think, yeah, styles. Yeah, Miller almost challenged Bo to be like a bigger voice mm. because he is such a loud voice, and I think that just didn't add up. But so it's the, hard to say who was the actual problem. But that that's the problem with Miller, though, is he's loud, and that's that's good when your team's performing well, but it's not good when they're bad, right? Because, yeah. like, remember all the stuff at the beginning of the season of him, like, slamming his stick at the, on the back of the net at our third that was, string goalie. That was, like, three weeks right? ago or, like, maybe, like, a month and a half ago. Dude, that was like two months into the season. No, I think that, that, that was, was that was that a was very bef- recent thing. Who cares? No, that was, that was before Christmas. That was like half. Anyways, who cares? Yeah, when it okay. was? But you look you're, at a guy right. like Nathan matter. McKinnon, but, who's, who's everybody knows he's one of the hardest guys on his teammates. So you can't say that. Like, yeah, that's, that's just like about their diet, thing. though. That's no, hard. but it's also about if how Miller's they play. just mad that no, no, Patterson isn't also, eating enough salad. That's one thing. It's also about how they play. Like he's just like he goes one hundred percent. Yeah. That's so you true. can't just but say that. Like, but that that's that's what bothered me with Miller though was the full first few months of the season he Nobody was not trying. Hot dog or he was not trying to play because he was just God, miserable. Was something to do with hot dogs. What? what? <laughs> wasn't there something to do with hot, hot dogs? dogs. <laughs> well, wasn't McKinnon said something about hot dogs? He's just like he's really hard on people's diets. He probably eats veggie dogs. I don't know. No, I thought that he said like no one can have a hot. Or no, he caught someone eating a hot dog or something. I thought it was ice cream. Was it ice cream? I don't know. He caught someone eating something. And what did he, he do? Them spit it out or something? <laughs> yeah, he's he's just super hardcore <laughs> on people's diets. <laughs> or I don't know, but he like he was like bullying someone for eating shitty food. I can't I remember exactly. I, I don't what remember. It was. All I know is there was obviously a divide in the room, and management probably saw that and chose the side of the people that most people were on. And then and they the, won a cup. And then they got rid no, of Horvat. No, he's Miller. talking about the Canucks. You're oh. talking about the Avalanche. Yeah. Just want to make that clear for anyone who doesn't know. Well, hey. And Gabriel Landeskog is the captain of that team. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he wears the C yeah, on his jersey. Yeah. Right, yeah. He does. That's right. Anyway, that that is, a, that is a debate that will probably last a very long time on Team Horvat versus Team Miller. But right now, and I will put this on record, I'm Miller Team Horvat. Won. I'm Can- Team Horvat. Oh, Miller won. Can we talk about real Canucks now? Yeah. yeah. Can we okay. talk about Pedersen hitting 101 points? Yeah. At least 101 points. Yeah. yeah. It's still He's got a game, game left. I think he finishes with 120. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez. <laughs> okay. 19 points yeah. in his next yeah. game. Good night, Arizona. We've relocated you. <laughs> no, Arizona might still win. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard building to play in, man. Yeah, it's a hard it building to play in. It is surprising. 20 to 19. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone talks about how bad the Yotes are, and it's true, they are, but they're... For whatever reason, teams cannot beat them at home. They have a really good home record. Those jerseys have grown on me too. I think they're really cool. What the Kachinas? No, the script Arizona with like the oh, oh those I, are sick. I, I like those. Yeah, more. I'm not a fan. I don't. Something about the for, colors, like for the maroon me, be, is too maybe dark. Maybe it's because it's such an original jersey, and they're playing in that rink. So for me, I just like connect the two. Maybe like, like those jerseys to that rink just feels like I don't know, kind of special. 
They should just wear the Arizona University hockey jerseys. Yeah. Well, it's something. so weird seeing like it was, the, it's like a heritage game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they get to play an outdoor game. They play in a local <laughs> rink somewhere against Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The the Arizona Coyotes at home are 21, 15, and 4. That's insane. Yeah, and this is a bottom feeder in the league. For a team that's about to get Connor Bedard. Yeah, I was going to say. That would, that would be 90 points if they had the same record on the road. On the road, they are 7, 25, and 9. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, they would that is two spot. different hockey teams. Yeah. So if, that arena is tough to play in. Yeah. That is insane. That's probably the most. Uh, how do I word this? That fan base probably had the best season out oh, of yeah. all of the fan, fan bases that did not uh, make the playoffs. Oh, 100%. Because they for won the, every yeah, time. For they were the amount of there. times that they watched their team, they won. Well, yeah. think about it. The worst seats in the house, you're like row five. Yeah. Right? You, you also, they had a game where didn't you show us that they gave out a reverse retro jersey to every single fan? Yeah. Like everyone every got a jersey. Every everyone got a reverse retro. Had a reverse retro jersey on it. They well, also they knew what size to give out. Well, they just gave out like a, yeah. a standard, probably XL. Yeah, you might be able to go like exchange it at the team store or something. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, like, let's talk about the logistics of that real quick. Yeah, no, <laughs> but you, well, you know what was one size fits all was the mullet wigs that they gave out on game one That's in the home opener. That was awesome. That, that, that arena's bumping. They, like, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, Canucks take notes from the Arizona Coyotes on yeah, how to run let's your franchise. Downsize. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> move into the Agrodome. Uh, fuck it, we're going to the Abbotsford <laughs> the Event <Agridome>. Center. <laughs> Oh man, we'll, we'll just swap with the Abbotsford Canucks. We'll take the Abbotsford Event Center, and they can have the yeah. we, weird side note. They got to figure out something with the Pacific Coliseum. That is a, a seventeen thousand seat stadium that has no occupants. Oh, it's a roller rink, actually. No, it's no, not. that's a separate building that's beside that's, it. That's the Forum. I think they don't the, roller. I always see ads for like yeah, roller derbies that's and shit. Beside it. Oh, yeah. what the? It's a yeah. different building. It's like a dome. Isn't that the Agrodome? No, wait. It's the Peony Forum. Oh, that's right. The yeah. forum. It's, oh. Yeah, it's, I'm not well versed with the PE area, yeah. but it uh, is it is weird that we have a exhibition a, grounds. I think is what they're called. Yes, the exhibition grounds. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just, it is it's weird to me that we have a big stadium there that no one uses for anything. That's yeah. just yeah. weird. Since yeah. the Giants moved out of there, they've had no occupants. Just tear it down what if, and what if create the a voodoo came one? back? That's the roller Ooh. hockey team, right? Yeah. Did, okay, wait. So what happened there? Did that whole God, league go belly so up? Old. Please I don't know. ask so me. Old. I don't even know who they are, and I'm older. Okay, no, I, I've I've only like seen their jerseys <laughs> on Marketplace, and one time I saw like a clip of them on the news from like the '90s. Yeah. But yeah, they used to have like a roller hockey team that played there, and it seems like they drew a lot of fans. Yeah. Like they had like not packed arenas, but like yeah. similar to like what the Warriors have, or like maybe the lower bowl, they could get most of it sold. Yeah. Makes sense. Which is still impressive to me. Yeah. Okay. Back uh, to Canucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. PD has 101 PD points. has 101 points. Kuzmenko. 39 goals. And one game left. And All right. one game left. Thing. Tyler, are you going to double down on 40? You think he scores? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. I think 100% chance he scores. I he can't not score. The entire team has playing, to have one mission, yeah. and it's get him a goal. He's playing the Coyotes. If, he's going to score. If there's an empty net and he's no, sitting on the bench. Fire talk it. <laughs> yeah. Kill talk it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think that is that is a good excuse to riot. Well, is there anybody yeah. else that's Jesus close Christ. that like needs just one point to hit a milestone? Um, actually, this is going under the radar. Pedersen needs two goals to hit forty. Yes, 
Yeah, but that's not as close. That doesn't count. It put it this way: if he gets one goal in like the first period, the rest of that game is like one of them has to be on the ice at all times. Just put that line out there for the rest of the game. Yeah. Well, no, you put them on separate lines and you just one after the other. Just keep rotating them. Yeah, start diving all over the ice, get as many power play chances as you can. Because Mako well, could have more goals than Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, he's only yeah, got that thirty-nine. Crazy. That's crazy. Because yeah. Mako's the goat. You know who? You know who just hit forty though? Jared McCann, ex Canuck. Yeah, so he has forty wide. goals. Yeah, he's so a leading goal scorer. Dude, for the there's Kraken. been so many quiet like. Like, like Braden Point has 50 goals. Yeah, and like Verhege, 41. You know what's funny? I didn't know about any of these, but Matthews got his 40th goal, and yeah. it was like everywhere. Wait, he got his 40th? Yeah. Didn't Nico Pasternak just got his 60th. Yeah, I know. Like, and so and I barely heard sense. about that. Really? But yeah, but Matthews got 40, and it's everywhere. It's like every other Sportsnet cycle. Oh, that reminds me. Okay, so last week there was a Jays game on, and it was a good game, granted. But there was also the Bruins game where they had the chance to, uh, I think it was to pass. Yeah, it was the the all-time wins. Yeah. Right. Right? And my dad's a huge Bruins fan, which I've talked about on this podcast before. We've had him on before. Anyway, and my dad is just losing it. Why are we watching Toronto baseball? And <laughs> 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 losing his mind. Wait, was it just not on? So the Toronto game went into extra innings, but the Bruins oh. game was scheduled to be on. Like, if you go on to the guide, it said Bruins versus Flyers. Yeah, but, but when you go to those channels, innings. it showed extra innings for the Jays game. So my dad was just losing his mind. We ended up only getting the third period, which, you know, granted, that's enough. But, yeah, he was not happy during the Jays game. You, you know what, though? Like, I, I've said this before. Well, welcome to being a Canucks fan, though. But that's, that, that's, that's what happens, is if, if anything in Toronto goes extra, and they always get the 4 o'clock Pacific starts, because yeah. that's 7 their time, if anything goes long there, it cuts into our game and we don't get to see it. it, which I think is crazy when we have a dedicated channel for the Pacific. That's funny, though, because my mom and Greg had the entire Bruins game. I know. And they have the same service provider. Yeah. Wait, it what? was weird. Yeah. Yeah. W- sidebar. We, um, my dad was like texting Greg about it. He's like, hey, are you guys getting the Bruins game? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got it on whatever channel. We go to that channel. Still Jay's game. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. I've never heard of that. You you guys both have like the same cable company. Yeah, yeah, both with Shaw. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Weird. But All anyway, right. yeah. Yeah. All right. Back to the Canucks. We yeah. keep we keep getting a little sidebarred, but I want to talk about the future captaincy of the Canucks. Fair enough. Because Quinn Hughes gave the speech at the end of their last home game. He did. So so what does that mean? Well, to me, it means nothing because you know who gave the the speech at the last home game last season? Take a guess. Quinn Hughes. No. Oliver ekman Larson. No. JT Horvat. No. Luke Shen. Yeah, well, that's because he was the most loved player on the team. He what? There was a lot of love for Luke Shen at the end of the season, but still, I like you're not going to give Luke Shen your captaincy. No, but they let him do the speech. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think people are reading too far into it. Quinn Hughes is not going to be the captain next season. I, I think no. Quinn Hughes is holding people more accountable. Like JT Miller even came out and said that that Quinn Hughes is is one of the best leaders in that in that room. He's holding guys accountable. He's speaking up. Like, and he was basically vouching for Hughes. He's got a tough job too, keeping the defense on the Canucks accountable. I know. <laughs> so Quinn Hughes for It'd be captain. funny him trying to get mad at Myers and he's just yelling straight up at the ceiling. <laughs> I, I I hope we don't have a captain next season. I agree with that. I don't think there's a captain of this team yet. 
I, I agree. I, I don't think anyone's ready to take the reins yet. I hope it's Quinton Hughes. I wonder if, because again, there has been a lot of talk about Hughes lately. And even um, Talkett said that he likes Hughes for captain. They gave him the speech. Miller's saying what he's saying. I wonder if there's, if they've already kind of like internally decided and they're trying to pump the idea. And I wonder if it's because they're trying to keep him in Vancouver. Now yeah. that both of his brothers are in the NHL in New Jersey. I, I, don't, wonder, I don't think he wants to go to New Jersey though. Oh, not, I think you are so wrong. Not now. Like, cause he even said he's he even like came out and said that he wants his own team. He doesn't want to go to another team and be just another body. He he wants to be the guy on his team. I I'm gonna read into that and say I think that maybe he does want that, but maybe that's why they're giving him the captaincy. Is I wonder maybe. if he told them, give me this team, or I'm walking. Maybe, but I just if if I'm in Hughes's shoes, yeah, it would be so cool to play with my brothers. Yeah, but at the same point. We're all so young that, like, I can play out my my career here. I can have my team, and then at the end of our seasons, we can come together and play as as a as a trio. Go play a three and three team together. Because, like, they would not be able to afford Quinn Hughes. No, they can't. And that's the thing is, even if we did trade him there, yeah. the the return would be so massive they wouldn't even be a playoff team. They have anymore. no need for Quinn Hughes over there. No, they already have their two top two D men, top four. Like he. Like it, it just wouldn't make sense for New Jersey. Yeah, it wouldn't. It would be really bad for the Canucks too because we have no leverage. If Hughes says I'm going there, and New Jersey says we don't even really want him, yeah, then we're getting no return for him at all. Yeah, right. But but there is a part of me that really does think that he could end up there, and it could be his own choice. Yeah, I see it more of an end of end of a career kind of thing. But oh yeah, that's just me. like once he's a bit more, I don't want to say washed up, but like yeah, once he's past his prime. And yeah, like the Canucks get him for his his next big contract, and then after that, he goes and takes a deal to play with his brothers. No, see, knowing the Canucks, it'll be the opposite. We'll sign yeah. both Luke and Jack to six by sixes when they're like thirty seven years old. Uh, well, I'm all right with that. <laughs> Great. Six by sixes yeah. all the way. Yeah, actually, by that point, that'll almost be a league mid. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, no, they have uh, they got a couple of really good players, and we'll we'll see what happens at the captaincy. But the the only flip side note I have there is, as you noted, Snake Bo Horvat. Yeah, that guy said uh, at the All Star break when they interviewed him, they asked who he should be the captain, and he said Pedersen. Yeah, I think I don't think Pedersen wants it though. I don't know. I think he's happy with an A. I don't think he wants I that. that. I don't think he wants the spotlight. Yeah, he doesn't like, seem like in, the type in that of guy. sense. But neither does Hughes though. But but Hughes talks to like. Um, the media and stuff like he does it better. More. Yeah. And well, he speak English was his first language. Yeah, but he like he he kind of knows the right things to say. Where he's like he's kind of like that monotone. Like yeah. I'm not gonna say something. He's mature. I think and, he's more mature than Pedersen. And, and Pedersen, maybe Pedersen. It just seems like he just does not want to talk to the media at all. And that's kind of a big thing about being the captain. That's a good point. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But who knows? We'll see. Could be either of them. Could be none of them. Could be Luke Shen when he comes back next year. <laughs> I I hope they do that. I really hope they bring him back over the summer. Yeah, that'd be that'd be wild. Was there anything else in Canucks news? Uh, not that I can think of off say, the top of my head. I actually have one that I want to talk about. Oh, okay, cool. Bring it up. Uh, the defenseman that we brought up. Uh, fuck, I forget his Hirose? name. No, the other one, the one that scored. Like Ward. Yeah. Like these guys have been playing really yeah, well. Yeah, they look decent. Like 
out of nowhere free signing like this is perfect it, it's really kind of furthered the conversation that there's a good chance that over the offseason jack rathbone could get traded well the nice, there, there's just not a spot yeah. for him anymore the nice thing is mcward plays the right and hiroshi plays the left and yeah. hiroshi's looked unreal these they, guys they have him running power play and stuff like yeah. Yeah. mcward looks all right too yeah i think they the right fit shot, the team dude. better way better than jack rathbone yeah, I just feel bad for Hirose because he's been partnered up with Tyler Myers the whole time. Yeah. And he's still putting up numbers. Yeah, that that's very impressive. You know, it, it's made me really excited about those two guys. Yeah, the future in that sense, it, they're at the very least a good third pairing. Oh, easily, yeah. And for free, too. Yeah. But uh, since we can't think of anything else to talk about Canucks news-wise, I think it's time we take a look in the inbox. <laughs> And speaking of the inbox, let's throw it right back to a Canucks-based question. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Did you guys see the um, the the Norris voting final thing that the NHL put out? I did. No. Oh, did well, they already show who the finalists are? No, but it showed out like a rough thing of like the writers placing their votes. So it was like the oh, one okay. through five guys. Right. And this question is thoughts on Quinn Hughes not being in the top five for Norris voting. I, it makes sense. The Canucks aren't a good enough team for their top D-men to be up there. Are the San Jose Sharks? Yeah, but that's different. The wow. guy has 100 points. Yeah, yeah, Quinn Hughes has like, what, 80? Like, it's it's no, still he, good, but like... Yeah, he has like 80. Does it? Uh, He's very close. He's in the high 70s. Yeah, I mean... It's, I, guess, I guess I'm definitely not saying he should win, but... I, I would have liked to see him get mentioned. I think he deserves a mention. Well, he was like, I think he was seventh on the list. Like, he was still there. Yeah, it's Quinn, not like... Quinn Hughes has 73 points. Oh, right, because he went on like a five-game... He went on like a season-long stint just now with no goals. Yeah, but he's mm -hmm. also a plus 14. So, yeah, his that's, defense is there. Yeah. On, on a such, like a team that's goals for, goals against is so bad to be a... A plus 14 with 73 points, that's that's not bad at all. Yeah, to be a defenseman on the 2023 Vancouver Canucks and not be a minus is insane. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm happy he got votes, but, like, like Victor Hedman didn't even make the top five. Yeah. Like, if Hedman's I don't see kind of past his prime, though. Can't still, make it every though. year. No, but still. I mean, yeah. I forget who the top five were. It was, like, it was Carlson, uh, Kale McCart, Adam Fox... Um, blanking. I'm just pulling it up. Who were the other two? I know Heiskanen came underneath Hughes. It went Heiskanen, Hughes, Hedman, and then four and five. I can't remember. Uh, I but they think, were all. I'm pretty sure they were all okay. good teams except for Carlson. Eric Carlson, Kale McCarr, Adam Fox, Rasmus Dahlin, Josh Morrissey. Dahlin. That was Josh Morrissey. Yeah. I think on this list, Quinn Hughes should have been second really this no. this year 100 percent. i think josh morrissey should have been second i think anyone on the winnipeg jet should get an award no like he's been having a really good season um but no i don't i don't think quinn hughes has had a better season and we all know that team considerations come into it to a point yeah for, oh for sure it does and the canucks did not have or quinn hughes did not have a good enough record to outdo uh, sorry, have a good enough season to outdo the Canucks record. Unlike Eric Carlson, who's having a season for the record. And that bypasses anything that San Jose has done. Yeah, I true. Mean, that's fair. True. But I, I think next season, if everything runs smoothly and he doesn't face injuries and the team does okay, 
I think you could see him get nominated. Oh, I think yeah, you could, yeah. I think you could see him in the top three. Yeah. But on like on such a bad team, he's got a better plus minus than Miro Heiskanen. He's got a better, a way better plus minus than Josh Morrissey, and three less points. He has wow, um, a worse plus minus than than Adam Fox. But to be fair, Adam Fox is on a stacked team. Yeah, he plays for the Rangers. His plus minus is extremely close to Kale McCarr's, who's also on a stacked team, and he's got more points than Kale McCarr. Like I don't see how Hughes's season is worse than Kale McCarr's when Hughes actually played the full season. I mean, okay, for the most part, I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate. I would love to see how many of his assists are second assists because all of his points are yeah. assists. Like he's only got, I think like seven goals. No, he doesn't even have, I don't know many. how many. Yeah, he, like he has five. seven goals. Yeah. He has seven goals. And he know. scored all of them after January. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the other guys have, but like, like, yeah, you're getting a lot of assists, but if you're running power play, you're playing top line, like you're going to get assists. Yeah. A lot no. of it is just dishing to Miller and Pedersen. Exactly. I would love to see how many of his assists are second assists. But yeah, all those guys on that list besides Carlson are playoff teams. Yeah. They're the number one defenseman on a playoff team. And we all know awards nine times out of 10 have to do with playoff teams or something to do with the team's record. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so then that goes to my next question. Why wasn't Dougie Hamilton on that on that list? Because the Devils, I don't think, are known for their defense yeah, he's still got 73 points. He's third in defensive points. Yeah, but when you think of that team, like you're not thinking of Dougie Hamilton. And he's a plus 24. That's better than just about every other defenseman in the conversation other than Fox. Or, I mean, or what about what about Vince Dunn? Best defenseman Vince on, Dunn on his team. Vince Dunn would have been really good, yeah. And he's a... He's a plus 29. Vince Dunn would have been really good to put up there. I would like to remind everyone that we had an option between getting Vince Dunn or Jason Dickinson, and we picked Jason Dickinson. I just really like to remind everyone of that. Vince Dunn's been having a killer season. He should have been on that list as well. But I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's just skewed. Yeah. I don't think Kale McCarr should be second in voting. No. I mean, he's missed 22 games this year. Yeah. Like Like, they should do what the NBA is going to be doing next season is you have to play, like, I think it's, like, 75 or 65% of the games in the season to be nominated for an award, mm. which makes way more sense. Yeah, that's not bad at all. All right, let's throw it to another question here. Yeah. If you could take one legend and put him into today's game, who would it be and why? Today's game? I have an answer that's going to sound biased, but I, I want to let you guys All right, go I want to go with Jake first because he hasn't talked in a while. Oh, f- it's a good point. Yeah. He's just been sitting <laughs> quiet been over there. Chilling. Well, fuck, I don't know. Been warming up in the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you want me to comment on Vince Dunn? Like, Yeah. Um, a legend that you could... Scott Stevens. Oh. Why? Yeah. That's because I think that he was a fucking goof, and that if you put him in today's game, he'd be exposed for the goof he was. Oh, I thought you were going to say, not enough people die in hockey anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just think that right. he's, he's he's like a faulty legend, you know, or not faulty, but he's like a fake legend. Like he wouldn't be if he All right. okay. if he was in today's game. He'd, he'd get exposed so bad. I know who Marcus is going to pick, and I was thinking about no, you picking don't. him. Okay, I th- I think I know who you're picking. Okay, t- take a guess, and I'm not even going to say. Is it, right it Burry? Now. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was going to pick him. And then you said that, so I wasn't going to pick him. So I'm going to pick Pavel Datsuk. 
I think back he was, all the Pavels. I think he was way ahead of his time with the hands that he had and the skill. True. And I think if he played now with the less hitting and the more skill, he would be killing it. Like he he did really well. Yeah. But I think he would do so much better in today's hockey. All right, Marcus, who's your pick? Okay, so I'm picking Kevin Bieksa. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I'm going with Bure, and it's for one simple reason, and it's that when, when you look at hockey in like the 80s, 90s, whatever, versus now, you don't understand how much faster the game is, how much faster these guys are moving. I genuinely believe that Pavel Bure might be the only guy that didn't play in at least the 2010s that could still keep up with today's game just speed-wise. I think everyone else would get left behind by a long shot. His conditioning was way ahead of his time. Okay. I'm going to go with a very obvious answer that I'm surprised. Well, I, I kind of know why nobody picked it, but I'm going to go with Wayne Gretzky. Because yeah, I, I would love to put that debate that everyone has about who the best player of all time is, yada, 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 to like, okay, Let's put him in today's era. Let's let's see how he does. It wouldn't work. Who knows? He's he saw the game so well that who he knows did. he could he can and it, there was less like slashing and stuff oh. and less people trying to fight him. Like he could put up ridiculous numbers. Obviously the goalies are better. Yeah, but he would have all the better equipment as well, where he would have proper skates, proper sticks, proper everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't think he's going to be obviously as dominant as he was back in the day, but. I, I think he might, like, he would probably be able to play with, with a lot of the, the high-level players. I'll give you this. I think that Gretzky in today's game, I think he would be a power play specialist. Because you're right. He's got that vision for the game. I think he would go into his office behind the net, and he could run a power play. But again, just the transition part of the game, the physicality of the game, I don't know if he'd be able to handle. Because even though the physicality was worse back then... He also had goons, so no one actually ever touched him. Yeah, but those Most goons teams now don't have that. Yeah, but Milan Lucci to be running fair, up on Wayne no, Gretzky. <laughs> to be fair, those goons were also on his line, so he didn't have that kind of player that he could pass to. Where if you put him now, okay, you know what? That's a good point. You put him somewhere now where you have like look at people's top lines. You have the Rangers that have Kane on one side, Panarin on the other side, and Zabinijad in the middle. Yeah. Well, you throw Gretzky in the middle, and he's passing to Panarin and Kane. Well, they're probably going to get a lot of points. Okay. So it's just like I never there, thought of it that way. There's so many different variables, but like you never know what would actually happen until until it actually happened. I'm going to bring but. back one more player because everybody brought back a forward. I want to see Other somebody get Cronwald. Oh yeah, is it, is it <laughs> I want to see another Cronwall hit. Those were so much fun. Yeah, I miss those. Just the highlights of the hardest hits in the NHL. It would just be Brad Marchand skating up the board. Boom. PK Subban. No, PK Subban would never get hit. No, he was one that threw that hit. Yeah, on Brad Marchand. Was it PK Subban? Yeah. Was he doing a Cronwall? No, kind of. Not, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I thought. He, yeah. Brad Marchand took the puck like behind his own net and was just flying. Yeah, like it boards. looked like he was then, in the fastest. Oh, it skater. was PK Subban. Yeah. with like his back. Right? But it was yeah. it was in yeah. his own zone where Cronwall does all his damage in the other. T- like yeah, he's the guy, he yeah, the guy getting on the puck on the boards, the and he just blows yeah. him up. This was just Marshan did not see Subban, yeah. and Subban had him lined up for like a hundred feet. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was that was one of my favorite hits ever. All right, we got one more one more good question. We're gonna go to before we hit break. All right, who do you think is winning the Stanley Cup this year? Ooh, we should save this for next episode. Yeah, we should save this for the because uh, mm. like we, we're doing our brackets. 
True. Okay, you know what? No no context, just give an answer and then we'll No context. No context. Oh. No one gets to, no one gets to ask any oh. questions. You just say a team. Tyler, you cannot pick an eliminated team. Shit. <laughs> All right, Alex. Oh, I have two. You can only pick one Stanley Cup champion. Shit. Uh I'll just go with the easy one. I'll go with the Rangers. Bruins. Golden Knights. <laughs> Shut up. No context. Am I allowed to pick the same team as somebody else? Yes. All right, because I was going to say Rangers, too. All right, there it is. Okay, there they are. No, no tune questions. in next week to hear why. Everyone else is wrong. Okay. <laughs> By next week, I might have a different answer. <laughs> that, that's on theme. Arizona Coyotes. But hey, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening to that. And we got a lot more hockey talk on the other side of the break. After the singing of happy birthday, because it's our birthday. All right, boys, let's let's sing it out. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Happy birthday to us. Woo! All right. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back from break, everybody. How's it going? I am your second half host, as I always am. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to kick things off. <laughs> Welcome we to Tyler always, at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. We're going to kick things off how we always do <laughs> with the goof of the week. Take, take it away. What a goof! Hey, that's right. Welcome to my segment. Biggest goof of the week. It's part of the show. Or go out and find a story. Involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. Bring up that story with the guys and we chat about it. Why was that so smooth? Is this the hundredth goof of the week? Uh, Uh, No, maybe. No. I rarely miss them, so yeah. I don't think but it, 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 it just we didn't start with it. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember when all the segments yeah. got like slotted in officially. Yeah, yeah. but there there have been a lot of probably them. pretty close to a hundred. And sorry, just before you go on, I want to say Uh-oh. in two years a hundred episodes. Yeah, there's fifty two weeks a year, meaning that in two years we missed four episodes. That's that's crazy. Yeah, right, yeah. I fucking died at one point, and I like I only missed one episode exactly. because of that. I was only here for like nine months. Yeah. 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 Also, Tyler's seventh episode in studio. So round of applause for Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> It, it is crazy, man. Like a hundred episodes. Yeah, I, I'm curious if like people out there have actually listened to all of. One. I feel like one guy has. You feel like one person has. Yeah, and you're looking at him right now. <laughs> no, it's the memes guy. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, he has listened Bro, to every have a good episode for sure. Us, he, like. Oh man, episode 100 meme. Do you, Do you remember the guy that we always called our first fan? Do you remember um, him? Yes, the kid. That, it was. We thought he was 12, but then he was like 20. Yeah. It, <laughs> What's I, his name? Brady. Oh, no, 
I'm so mad. Mitch, I can't think of Mitchell, it now. Mi- Mickey, 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 Mickey Bradford, Mickey Bradford, Mickey Bradford. So, sorry to call you out like that, <laughs> yeah. Mickey, but I, I, I think it was that he, the first time we ever did an inbox, he yeah. was the only person that that yeah, submitted yeah, yeah. something. So we always joked that that guy was yeah. our first fan. Yeah, and we always thought he was like. 11 because he was a private profile and he had like a little kid's picture yeah and then way down the road we saw him again and we clicked on it it's like oh this guy's like our age yeah yeah anyway sorry to creep you out there mickey if you're still listening to us after two years i'd be stunned Mickey bradford's a sick name. it is a great name yeah (laughs) congrats mickey Mickey bradford yeah i know anyway the biggest goof of the week is the pittsburgh penguins Dun, dun, dun. These guys, oh man. It, I mean, I'm Wait, sure most people. I'm gonna disagree with this. I feel like okay. Well, it, it would have been Horvat, but I'm not gonna uh, make it. Okay, you know, okay. I'm not gonna make it Horvat, but it would have been Horvat if this was a if this was the Calgary Boys podcast or the or the Toronto Boys podcast, but it isn't. Or if I can Let's make, make the it the, the Calgary week. Boys podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're still eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> anyway, so it would have been Horvat, but obviously it isn't. So I'm going to go. Dude, why do you keep breaking your fucking <laughs> Yeah, why are you <laughs> holding parts of your mic right now? I'm customizing it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Modding, modding his <laughs> microphone. It's got a you don't hear it? Yeah, you don't hear it. All right, anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. I mean, these guys had a chance to lock up a playoff spot for the, what, 17th year in a row? Like, th- they had the longest playoff streak. They hadn't missed a playoff since uh, Sidney Crosby's rookie 2006. season. 2006. 2006, right? Like, just crazy, crazy time. And all they had to do was beat, like, the Chicago Blackhawks, and then I think the other team was, like, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. Or, anyway, it was two bottom-dwelling teams, and they lost to the Chicago Blackhawks. Five to two in a in a must win game. They also had Nikita Zaitsev playing center. Yeah, Chicago did not go out there with their best lineup and yeah. still scored five on a team that was desperate for a win to get into the playoffs. That's that's a tough pill to swallow, and I think that's worthy of making them the biggest goofs of the week. I see where you're coming from. I just have such a hard time calling them goofs. You know, like you said, longest playoff streak in the league. They made it every year since 2006, which is crazy to me. They've had such a crazy run. They have three cups in that span. You know, it's a goofy way to miss, Mm -hmm. but I I, I just, I don't want to call them goofs just because they've been so dominant. So many kids all over North America are Penguins fans, right? Because of how good they've been. I think it just kind of pours a little bit of gas on the fire when your um your team kind of buys at the deadline and you don't make it in. Especially I get in the that. way they didn't too, right? I get so. that. Yeah, but they didn't really buy. They just picked up Mikhail Granlund. I wouldn't call that a buy. Well, they still bought at the deadline. They were they, thinking they, about I I bet if they bought JT Miller they would have made it. For oh, sure. 100%. But here's the thing though, like they had pieces they could have sold at the deadline, right? But they didn't yeah, but it's tough. Like you're in a situation where you have your your core is still all together and locked up. Like you're not gonna go and start selling off pieces when you have Crosby, Malk, and Latang locked up. You're gonna let them ride it out. Yeah. So it's like no matter what, you're always gonna push and trade those draft picks while you have these generational. Like, well, I don't know. I mean, did you old ever age think players? Patrick Kane would leave the Blackhawks. Yeah, but they just became so bad that. Yeah. You know, I, like, I could definitely see Pittsburgh being way worse than they were this year, next year. 
There, there's a difference to me though. They've got enough supporting players, right? They still have Gensel, right? They still yeah. have Rust. Mm-hmm. They still have um, Malkin and Crosby. Well, like yeah, the, I'm trying to think of like the supporting the, cast the, around. The biggest yeah. problem with, with Zucker. The biggest problem with um, Chicago is they lost all their defensemen. Corey Crawford retired. They never got goaltending back in. They, they locked up all their money in Seth Jones. Yeah, their defense was piss poor, and then John Jonathan Taze had so many sicknesses that he just yeah. was never the player yeah. that he was ever again. So, yeah. anyway, it's it's sad, but I think that's what makes the Pittsburgh Penguins the biggest goof of the week this week. Yeah, I mean, they definitely could have made it in and losing to Chicago like that is just kind of like. They didn't deserve it. Yeah. But they're, they're still a team that even if they made it in, you know, where were they going? Yeah, they're right? playing Boston like, first round, getting swept. Yeah, yeah. and th- that, that's the thing is they're also kind of the end of an era. Yeah, I mean, right? like, it, it's Domingue. not like these guys are in their prime anymore. <laughs> Let go of this Louis <laughs> Domingue shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, you know, the, these guys, they're not, they're not in their primes anymore or they're exiting them. Yeah. I think Crosby still had a very, very good season, but he's also never someone that's going to request a trade ever. Yeah, Somewhat you know. poetic that Ovechkin and Crosby missed the playoffs the same year. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. It's, uh, you could almost call it serendipitous. Yeah, that's what we were talking about like last week. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crosby would be the ultimate trade deadline pickup. It would never happen. That would actually be but crazy. Like, it would, he would because the contract he's on, like yeah. it's, he's not making the most money. What? What? Point seven five. I would. What's the price for that? Like, let's just say he says, "I'll waive my my no move. I will go anywhere." What do you think the price is that Pittsburgh actually puts on that? It's going to be a top prospect. Yeah, I'd go prospect and draft pick. I I think you're looking at probably for him just because of the name alone. I think you're looking two firsts and your top prospect. I think the only team he would go to would be like Colorado to go play with Nathan McKinnon. That's very a very good point. Yeah. That's Bowen, very true. Owen Byram and two yeah. firsts. Yeah, I could see that. I think yeah. Owen I Byram think they, and Alex Newhook. Yeah, yeah I was going to say with first. Byram just because so, yeah, of the say, injury scares, I yeah. think you Byram, have to add. Newhook, a first and a second. Yeah, yeah. for Crosby. I'm but sure there'd have damn. to be some other pieces involved to make the trade work out logistically, but yeah, yeah. for the most yeah, part. Yeah. Just ideas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you still have to clear $8 million of cap. Well, you, you would almost get that with, yeah, with Byram Newhook. and Newhook. Yeah, I'm thinking more along yeah. the line of like contracts and well, all it's that only, It's only two contracts. Yeah. So. Maybe. Maybe one day. That would be exciting, yeah. but I also, highly doubt it. No, like it'll Asset never management's weird sometimes. Yeah. Like you'll see like teams throw in a seventh just because they want to keep the assets similar. Yeah. Right. I find that funny too that like if you're a team that like proposes a trade that doesn't yeah. have a seventh and the other team's like, well, this is ridiculous. We can't accept this. Like, yeah. I'll give you a seventh. Ah, you are a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. I, we accept. Yeah. You, you know? just need to sweeten the deal. Yeah. For I, all, I like the, that all, the, all the people that, that, that play NHL GM mode, you yeah. just got to sweeten the deal. Yeah. You yeah. just put it on easy. Add a little <laughs> seventh sweet round there. pick. Just, and that's, uh, you, that's you it. Just throw it on easy and you yeah. get whatever you want. Yeah. Just keep offering players until they finally take one. Yeah. Anyway, Crosby on another team though. Don't want to think about it. Yeah. You know what color I think he'd look really good in? Yellow. No. He he, he wears yellow. yellow. <laughs> you moron. <laughs> more you yellow. Oh, you want mustard yellow with a Yeah. More uh, yellow. You look good with that yellow? Anime Some tiger? yellow. Yeah. What did you say? A 2006 anime tiger? Hell yeah, on a reverse retro. I like it. <laughs> no. I like it. If he went to the Preds, would you give him the C? 
What? No. No? No. They already have one of the best captains in the league. Yeah, they could have the best captain in the league. Matt Duchesne, uh, where's the seat? <laughs> Speaking of the Preds. Hey, did you hear he lost his finger? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was the best captain in the league. Yeah. Oh. Igor Abramov scored his first uh, NHL goal. Who the fuck is Who? that? <laughs> I've never heard of this person. Yeah. You know who he scored against? Who? Calgary Flames. First NHL goal. Who is Igor who? Igor Abramov. He's, yeah, he's a like, second round pick. In, he's like uh, 700th on the depth chart in the NHL. <laughs> yeah. No, he was second round pick in 2019. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's also played like 30 games and just scored his first point. So, oh. but still. Anyway, no All one right. came here to listen to me talk about the Preds. Yeah, so we will <laughs> we'll, we'll change things <laughs> Literally up here. Literally nobody wants to hear me I, talk about just, just before we move on again, 100th oh, episode. And I, I got to say... Jake Jake really did. He started this podcast. It was his idea. He committed to it. He edited the whole first year. And it really turned into him talking about like his seventh favorite team for half an hour every week. And every time he brings up his own team, we all just shit on him until he shuts up. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, I'm really sorry, man. I, I'm you know not. what? There, there's only one player on my team I can talk about without you guys just fucking joking on me. And that's Roman Yossi. He's like the only player. Yeah, I can yeah, yeah we could probably wife. still chirp him. <laughs> we could probably find a way to no, chirp him. Phenomenal player. Sure. Great wife. I, I don't all know around. how we could ever. Exactly. Great Great Norris winner. Oh, oh, <laughs> he's robbed. Uh, <laughs> maybe one day he'll be a good enough defenseman. Yeah, if he goes to another team, deserve yeah. a statue, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely a banner guy. Yeah, hundred percent a banner guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we will we will get back into the Nashville Predators. Really? <laughs> what the fuck? Eventually. Oh, but okay. first, we're gonna kick things off, jumping back into the elimination report. With Jake's oh, second <laughs> favorite team. Jake, why don't you grade the Ottawa Senators season for us? This is a B. This is a straight B. All right. Like, this season was fine. They got a little bit better. But the reason they missed the playoffs is because they got absolutely hammered by injuries. Um, also, I probably would have said they would have got, like, a C or a C plus. But that Chikrin deal. Yeah. Man, like... Yeah, he's that, gonna be good for that a while. sucker is gonna shape up real well. And I don't next know. They season... could have had Philip Heronic. <laughs> <laughs> no, they couldn't have because it was a wasn't it two, a second and a first that they traded for? Yeah, yeah, just crazy. Can you imagine? Anyway, so yeah, next year I think they're gonna be deadly. I think this season was just kind of like a development year, so I give him a B. All right, that's I'm fine. happy, but Cam Talbot needs to go. Yeah, well, you tried to tell me Cam Talbot was a better goalie than Flurry last year. He was. And no, God, no. Cam Talbot's garbage. Do, does Why Ottawa do have any goaltending in the pipes? Mad like, Sogard. Yeah, he's yeah. been playing pretty good. He's okay. He's questionable. But their starter, um, Philip Gustafson? He's questionable. Something like that? I, th- yeah, I think it is, that's it is Gus. Yeah. yeah, but he tore both his ACLs. So mm. if it, his, his career might be over. Yeah. But he became the starter over Talbot. <clears throat> but yeah, Flurry's garbage. Don't ever bring that shit up. Flurry with me again. is unbelievable. Flurry's literally garbage. Flurry on the Sens would be crazy. How many how many Vesnas does um, UC Soros have? Why are you bringing up UC Soros? <laughs> you, you know what? Ask me, ask me again in two months. <laughs> ask me again in two months. Oh, you think he's winning this year? Every every episode of this podcast, every single one, I say in the break, UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL, and I stand by that. <laughs> Even even that guy's got one. 
Yes, somehow. Sergey Brabrowski. Anyway. All right. There will be. We're, we're changing it up to another team. Alex, why don't you let us know your thoughts on the Buffalo Sabres? Ooh. It's interesting because they started off so hot that everybody was like, oh, this is their year. They're making the playoffs. They do that every year. Though. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they teetered in the middle and then kind of dropped towards the end. I still, I think I give them a B. I think they're the same as Ottawa. They played meaningful hockey towards the end of the season, which is all you can really ask for. Yep. Like they were just on the edge of missing out. Next year, they're going to come back even better. They have prospects that are going to make the team. So yeah, I give them a B. Devin Levi that, looks good too. Yeah, they got Devin Levi coming up. They got uh, the guy they just drafted last year, who I'm blanking at. Anyways, they, they've got... Owen Power? No, no, that was two years ago. Uh, he was a forward. The really small guy. Really small guy. Uh, anyways. Turka, Jack Quinn. No. Um, no, he didn't play this year. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, I'll, I'll he was... They got a bunch of prospects that are going to be making the team next year. They're going to be they're the youngest team in the NHL. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, their future is bright, talent. and they showed a little bit of it this season. So I give them a B. All right, That's I, fair. I want to adjust that to a B plus just because they brought back the goat head jersey, and that thing is sick. Matthew Savoy. That's it, Matthew Savoy. Yeah, but them in Ottawa, yeah, very similar teams. Like, yeah. kind of just finishing a rebuild, like just starting to look at the playoffs. They both just missed when people thought maybe they could make it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would, even though those sounded like similar answers, very accurate. Yep. All right, Marcus, since you love the Pittsburgh Penguins so much, mm. why don't you rate the Penguins season this year? Uh, again, we kind of just went over it, but they, they're tough to grade, right? Because like they are, they, it's the end of an era, right? They're not going to be good forever. Yep. This is they have all these guys that have won them cups, right? They've brought them to success, but players have a lifespan. Players aren't good into their late, late 30s and early 40s, right? You, you just can't expect that. At the same time, it's tough because you respect those guys so much and you want to keep them around so you don't trade them. But then that puts you in a bad situation for the future. We saw the Canucks do that with the Sedins, right? They kept yep. them and I'm glad they did. But not selling them off, that cost us, right? We could have built for the future with that, and we didn't. So I guess I would call for them, I think I would call this season a C. Okay. In that they didn't necessarily do anything majorly wrong. Yep. They just, they met expectations, and it doesn't necessarily make you happy. But that's just where they're at, you know? They're not great. They're not going to win you any more cups with this group. And the only way to do that would be to sell off pieces that they're never going to sell off. So I'm, I'm giving them a C. All right, that's fair. Okay, the last team that we're going to talk about here. Really? Yep. Really? I have to give it to, back to Alex. The Calgary Flames. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's two teams. Yeah, wait, hang on <laughs> okay, a second. Sure. sure. <laughs> okay. Jake was happy to skip that one. But yeah, let's go reverse order. Nope. Let's go back down. No, no, we're sorry. Oh. Nashville was eliminated first. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, they weren't. They on paper here. Duh. No, they weren't. <laughs> I don't care. We're still to going to Nashville. I don't care. They weren't. We are going to first. Nashville. Nashville literally eliminated Calgary. Hey. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Nashville. All right. Grade their season. You want me to talk about Nashville? Yes. All right. You asked for no, it. No, I want Emma to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to start a timer. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So I guess like 
we talk about Nashville very, very sparsely throughout the year, um, but we never really get the chance to like dive into how they're doing. And this season was a bit of a disappointment overall. Thanks. Okay. Why? <laughs> Shit. What was that for? I went on too long. <laughs> that was the that was the buzzer. Oh, that was the Oscar music playing. Yeah. Get off yeah, the play, stage. Yeah, yeah, that's the Vancouver Boys Oscar music. Wait, what's that? What's the teal one? Oh. <laughs> okay. That's what I meant to push. Uh, okay. Right. Anyway, as you were saying. Yeah. Um, they came into the season with, I think, really high hopes. They had a lot of young guys that they added into the roster. They had some veteran pieces. They obviously picked up Nino Niederreiter in the offseason and Ryan McDonough. And it just didn't click. It, it They didn't waved a 20 goal score. Eventual. Yeah, that was maybe Eventual. the worst. Eventual 20 goal score. Um. But I think, honestly, like, the biggest problems this team faces is it comes back around to development. They have been so bad at developing talent, you know, recognizing, drafting, and developing talent that they're never going to get out of mediocrity again if they don't start being able to recognize and develop some talent. They're like the me new nuts. Minnesota Wild. I guess. I mean, I, I don't really think so. Like, not quite yet. Maybe a couple more years of this, and they will be. But... Here's, here's where things kind of shifted for me. Is in the last month, injuries really, really, uh, you know, killed them, right? Yeah. Like, at the end of the season, like right now, Forsberg, Duchesne, Johansson, and Yossi are all out injured. Yeah, that's crazy. But in their place, the Preds decided to bring up some young guys. So Evangelista started getting a lot of ice time. Yep. Kiefer Shorewood got into the lineup, and he looked really good. Um, young guys like Philip Tomasino started seeing a lot more ice time, and Cody Glass was dependent on a lot more. And they did all right. Their development actually started to pick up, and it got to a point where I can see those guys eventually filling those roles, but it's going to take some time. So I'm optimistic for next season. I think that this team can pivot, and at the same time, with all those injuries happening, UC Soros proved again why he's the best goalie in the NHL. Because even with the team in front of him that he had, a bunch of AHLers, he still kept games down the stretch so close. I get it. I talk about how he's the best goalie in the NHL. I believe it. I know you guys don't. But you cannot argue that this guy was phenomenal down the stretch and did everything he could to keep his team in. Um, yeah, I'll give him props where props is due. Um, it was all right. <laughs> on that note, um, I think that the Nashville Predators season is a C plus. They sold at the deadline when they had to, and they recognized that it wasn't going to work out. I think if they hadn't done that, it would have been a lot worse grade. But I think a C plus is, is fine for this season. Are you excited for the future too with Trot stepping in as GM? Excuse me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, Jesus, I, 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 dude, you. I, I was like, who the? What happened? <laughs> what? So who did offended. I say? <laughs> I thought you said torts. Oh. <laughs> I recognize the torts as a GM. Like, Why draft him as your bench yeah. next year? Um, you know what? My opinion on that is a little bit different i think um i think david poyle did the exact closest thing he could possibly do to not retire as he is to retiring right bringing in trots is like bringing in a clone of himself right like mm. these guys worked together for about 15 years right before trots left for greener pastures um i think that you know trots will probably run things very similar to the way poyle did which is good in some ways and i, I hope that he doesn't adopt some of the other issues that poyle had so we'll see and I think Boyle's probably still going to stay involved in some capacity. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens in the future. With that being said, though, overall, 
I'm optimistic. I think that the young players getting as much ice as they have been getting is really, really good for them. It's just a matter of can management and can coaching recognize what they have and then find the best avenues to develop those players to be better in the future, which I think is a problem that a lot of different organizations face, but especially the Predators right now. Do you think Kevin Hines is a Barry Trotz coach? Or do you think Trotz would fire him? You mean John Hines? Oh, yes, John Hines. Kevin Hines. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I did mean John Hines. Yeah, um... I am not a fan of John Hines. I know. I never have been. But do you think Trotz will keep him around? Well, they both are bald. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. No, yeah. Hey, um, you know what? I'll coach the Preds next. I think... I think... <laughs> give it a couple more weeks. I think... <laughs> I think... Um, I think the start that the Preds have to next season will dis- determine uh, Hines' future. That being said, though... The history of the Nashville Predators, there have only been three head coaches. So, um, hey, there could still be. Trotz could step in in the interim. Yeah, right. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> he came back and managed. He's like, no, no one else knows how to yeah. do this. This yeah. is my team. Yeah. I, I hope not, but yeah, we'll Coach see. Coach and GM. Yep. That Dude, could work. Didn't Burke do that in Vancouver at one point? For a, for a small period of time. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Oh, uh, actually, so did Pat Quinn at one they point. They both did that? Yeah. Because they, 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 funny enough, they fired the GM and they went to go look for another one while Pat Quinn was the coach. And they just kind of went, eh, well, no one else here is qualified. So can you do both? And then for like a season and a half, he did both. Oh, really? It was that long? Yeah. Well, they decided, they basically went, oh, he's, he's pretty damn good at this. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just kind of let him run with it. Do you then, know what year it was? No, I know it was kind of like, it was after 94 though. Yeah. Okay. And then when funny things enough, got like the dark ages. The Dark Ages started because a new owner bought the team, didn't like Pat Quinn, fired him, and then with the new GM they hired, that's when they brought in Messier, which led to them bringing in Mike Keenan, right. which led to the whole team just exploding. Yeah. So that that's how the Dark Ages started, yeah, was that the owners didn't like Pat Quinn as GM. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. I yeah. was really Pre- trying to keep that about the Preds. Yeah. I really was. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions for me? No. Nope. On yeah, that note, no. that's enough Preds talk. Let's talk about another team I don't want to talk about. Alex, why don't you let us know your thoughts on the Calgary Flames' this terrible season? <laughs> really Matthew set him up there. Kachuk. <laughs> I miss him. He's <laughs> not a flame. No. Uh, I mean, what do you want me to say? You make this huge deal trading away your best player to get what you think is going to be the replacement to be even a better player and a really great defenseman who could have won the Vesna or not the Vesna, the uh, Norris. Wow, that would have been very impressive. <laughs> Mackenzie um, Weger, so many yeah. blocked shots they yeah. gave him the Vesna. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, blocked thirty five a game. The puck eater award. Yeah, but yeah, I that's mean, Tanev's, that's Tanev's yeah, award. yeah, yeah. Chris Tanev attacked him after the game. <laughs> I mean, I think it's got to be one of the most if not the most disappointing team of the season coming in as for sure yeah Yeah. as like title contenders to not making the playoffs you sign these two guys to massive contracts with no trade clauses or uh no movement clauses like it's it's a complete failure i really hope that next season they turn around i hope Markstrom has a bounce back season. Huberto has a bounce back season. Caudry, the whole team Weaver, needs a bounce yeah. back season. <laughs> and Daryl Sutter needs to go because the team does not want to play for them 
for him. And you can see by how they play. Like he just needs to go. He doesn't fit with the team anymore. Bring somebody new, bring somebody fresh. And hopefully next season they can figure it out. Do, do you think you can retool around what they have left? Or do you oh, think yeah. it's a blow it no, up no, scenario? No, 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 no. The, the amount of skill that is on that team, they should be a playoff team. They should be fighting for the top of the Pacific. For sure. With the amount of skill. I think you just need a coach that can wrangle it up and be able to move lines move lines around, you know, just figure out, pull all that skill. Because each player on that team, if they play to their top, like they are a Stanley Cup uh, contender. contender. If they're playing to their... their uh, top skill level to like potential. Uh, the potential yeah their highest potential um yeah i think i think a new coach somebody fresh in the locker room could really help that because daryl sutter is such an old school coach and i just don't think that's what they need i think they need somebody new to come in be a fresh face but it's an easy f minus like it was it was a completely crap season for them i, I want to bring a little bit more attention to something you said there which i think is kind of a bit of a focal point for where i think this team went wrong and it was when you mentioned that there was so much expectation on this team coming into the season. Yeah. I know most of us kind of said, like, we don't buy it, but the media sure as hell did. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And the fan base in Calgary, right? Like, they all looked at this team like, oh, yeah, these guys are going to do it. They lost two guys, but they replaced them perfectly. So they're not very smart in Calgary. It, it, well, <laughs> we... I know them firsthand. I know you do. <laughs> we, uh, we didn't see it, but for whatever reason, other people did. And I think the players in that locker room probably felt the pressure, but because they had no experience working together, yeah. they couldn't make it work. Yeah. Given I mean, given the time that they've had, I think there's cause for optimism next season. Yeah. And I I don't know if Seattle can keep it together. I think that's probably where you see that jump. No, I mean you you take a guy like or two guys like Uyghur and Huberto who get traded to this city brand new and sign massive deals. Their expectations are through the roof. Huberto had 150 points last season signs a $10.5 million deal for eight years. He should be leading the, like he should be the Connor McDavid. Like that's probably what was expected of him yeah. to be this all-star. For Hooper though? And yeah, he, got, he, he got has a third of yeah. McDavid's points. Yeah. Yeah. That's the exact stat. Yeah. So with 55 points. I think he, I think he just crumbled under the pressure. And I think having that season under his belt to get used to the, to the city, get used to playing there, used to his teammates, like you, you, next season, I really think is going to be a big bounce back year for them. Oh, I hope so because yeah, he had fifty five points, which is the yeah, biggest, yeah, it's okay, it's whatever. The <laughs> biggest drop off in NHL history for points from a season. Yeah, before. He had one fifteen last year. Imagine choosing that guy. Yeah, for <laughs> anything, for any award. Yeah. Well, before well, before we move on, I have another question for Alex about the Flames. Yeah, because I do believe this was the first Flames game you've been to in Vancouver because you went to the game. Uh, this was the first time like cheering for the flames and not the Canucks. Yeah. How was that? It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. There were so many Calgary flames fans that like, we had this own little like, like commodity, like community, whatever you want to call it. Commodity a word? Commodity is a word. He's having a tough time. (laughs) Commodity is a word. hundred percent. You mean camaraderie? Okay. Commodity is a word, but it makes no sense in the context (laughs) you used it. (laughs) Is commodity like an asset? Yeah. It means like if something has like, really high value yeah like a yeah, hot yeah, commodity yeah, yeah. would be exactly. like something that you really want yeah it's, it's yeah. something that like you you value as an asset sometimes you guys just look too much into what i say and you guys you need t- to look at the whole grasp of the sentence 
Okay, you meant to say community. Like, you no, need no, no. to forget everything you, you know about the English me. language and just yeah. try to think yeah. what he's probably trying to yeah, tell you. You just got to look at the whole sentence as a whole. Yeah. You know how if like you take vowels out of words, you can still usually figure out what the word is? Yeah. I feel like when he speaks, that's kind of what I'm doing in my head. <laughs> Sometimes just ignore part of the words. Right. Um, yeah, no, but it was really fun. Like we had this small little group uh, in the section that we were sitting and every time Calgary scored, like we're up, we're high five and we're cheering. Uh, and then that was a really exciting game because it went into overtime and it went, no, it ended in overtime. And I was at the game with Emma and I stood up, I cheered, I'm high fiving and I look at her and I pretend to wipe a tear off her face like yeah. she's crying. <laughs> it was quite fun. Yeah. So I'm excited to uh, go to another game next year and uh, cheer for the Flames. That's wicked, man. It's awesome. Very fun. Yeah. All right. Are there any more teams that got eliminated? That is the last team that got eliminated this week. Wow. And that is the last team that will be eliminated until the first round of playoffs are okay. over. So, so that means next week we won't have an elimination nope, report. But next nope. year we will, or next week we will have our playoff preview. Yes. And uh, right now the schedule hasn't been released, but we believe the playoffs are going to start on Wednesday, yeah. which we will be a recording day. So we'll try to get as many of the games as we can from that day into yeah. the next episode. But that yeah. will be the real like playoff preview episode where all the matchups will be set. Yeah, we're going to be doing our picks. Uh, we're going to be yeah taking an overview of w when we see what the actual series are going to be. Yeah, yeah. We'll and, we'll um, we'll do our bracket challenge. Yeah, we'll we'll go on about that a bit. But. There might be like one or two games Monday or Tuesday, but I'm pretty sure like the unofficial start to the playoffs will be Wednesday. When you right. get like four games a day and all that. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh, I, feel like I can't this playoffs wait. Is gonna be really good. All the teams yeah, are so, so close. wide open. Yeah. yeah, right. It could be anyone. This could, really could be anyone's year. Yeah. Well. With that being said, we're gonna we're gonna throw things back a little bit, and we're throw gonna back. we're gonna go over our previous picks for all the awards because Ooh, the end of the season time is to update over. them. Yeah, there's a lot of updating that's gonna need to happen. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Right. Alrighty, to kick things off with the recap of our our uh, trophy finalists, and we're gonna tell you who we think is gonna win it. Now that everything's pretty much set in stone. It's pretty pretty straight up. We're probably gonna have a lot of the same answers, mm. <laughs> but I'm ready to to flame you guys for all your old terrible picks and my great picks. So yeah. let's uh, let's kick things off with the heart, Alex. Why don't you uh, take it away? Considering <laughs> this is the order we usually go in. What did you, what did you have, and what are you picking now? <laughs> I'm actually staying with my pick. Oh fuck! What? Oh wait, no, no, his his pick is good. Yeah, because his I chose Connor McDavid. <laughs> oh, as the yeah. and he is gonna win the heart. It's pretty self-explanatory. I don't even need to talk about it. Uh, I said McKinnon, and obviously switching to McDavid. Like this guy just put up the most points since like the '90s. You got to go with him. I said Drysital, who is not even the best player on his team. So I'm gonna be going with McDavid too. <laughs> And I said JT Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to keep it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm also going to McDavid, obviously. So, yeah, that's pretty unanimous. Um, all right. This one might be unanimous as well. The Norris. Alex, what did you have before? <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> Don't worry, Alex. I might have messed Mine up. Mine was worse. <laughs> this is where I might have messed up. How was it worse? Oh, you'll find out. Uh, so I went with Mackenzie Weger. 
I really thought Calgary was going to do well. <laughs> uh, Mackenzie Weger did not do so well. Um, he yeah. did fine. Yeah, I mean, he was not Norris, anywhere near it. Uh, but no, it's going to Eric Carlson. Uh, this guy, 100 points as a defenseman, first time since the 90s again. Just yeah. killing it. Jake? Uh, yeah, I said Roman Yossi. If it weren't for injuries. And he's, Eric Carlson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still wouldn't have won it. But, yeah, Eric Carlson. It sucks, though, because he didn't even really have a very good defensive season, but just his offensive numbers were he so He had 100 crazy. points. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like... Roman Yossi had, like, 97 last year, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, two years ago? Still yeah, didn't even win it. Yeah, it's still crazy. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, man. He got robbed. <laughs> uh, I went with Adam Fox. And, I mean, yeah, he had a good season. No, Not, nothing people. nothing terrible happened. Nope. I will, however, be switching to Roman Yost. No, <laughs> go to Eric Carlson. All right, well, I had Devontae's. Uh, That's not horrible. Uh, I think Mackenzie Lee just works. Yeah, yeah like maybe. JT Miller and uh, I'm going to be switching, obviously, to Eric Carlson. It's a pretty unanimous pick there yeah. again. Next up, we might have a little controversy. Controversy. <laughs> Finally, the Vesna. It is nearly midnight, everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Vesna. Hey, Alex. <laughs> I chose Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> Again, that I really way, thought. <laughs> that's even worse than the week. I really pick. thought uh, Calgary was going to do well. Not uh, even the best goalie on his team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Poor Marky. So. so I, third string now? <laughs> not, too, not too great to look at. Uh, so I'm going to be swapping that to uh, Linus Allmark. Had a uh, ridiculous season. I yep. know he's on Boston. I don't think he deserves it. I think Sorokin deserves it, but I think Linus Olmark will get it. All right, Jake. Uh, I picked Juice. I thought, you know, he's the best goalie in the league. <laughs> Are you going to stick with him? Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he'll get nominated. Okay. Yeah. Marcus? And I think he'll win. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Marcus? I know your pick only played like 12 games. <laughs> yeah, I went with Thatcher Demko, who uh, started the season with an injury no one knew about and then had to leave the season because of an injury that we then found out about. So I, I didn't have that knowledge before. Not my fault. Obviously will not be winning it, even though he's looked great since he's been back. Uh, no, I will be switching to paddle save legend Connor Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. You're on drugs. Wow. That is a I don't hate thing. that at all. I do. He lets in like five goals a game. <laughs> nah, nah. He's very, very good. So, all uh, right. I, I think, again, maybe he won't win it. I th- I actually think there's a good chance Allmark will win it. Yeah. But again, I think he doesn't deserve it that much. I think Hellebuck deserves it more because the team in front of him is not phenomenal. That's fair. I didn't talk about Allmark, but I disagree with both of you. I think Allmark is, if he wins it, he will be very deserving of it. I, I mean, agree like, 100%. I'm not saying yeah, he's a bad goalie, but I think no. I think there's better goalies out there, but his stats are just so good that it's like, how do you not give it to him? I think he had a really good season, though. Like, they didn't win 63 games or however many it is by accident, and yeah. only on goals alone, right? Like, he played really, really well. Yeah. Better than UC Soros. No. All right. So, <laughs> I picked the best Canadian goalie in the league right now, Tristan Jari. <laughs> <laughs> How many games he played? Twelve. <laughs> yeah, a little more than that. And uh, I am going to switch to Linus Allmark. I agree with what Jake said. I think he was actually the best goalie in the league this year. He had the most wins. He had the highest save percentage, and he had the highest goals or the lowest goals against average. So Is it Linus or Linus? Well, I think it's Linus. I yeah. said Linus. I'm not I Swedish, I, but um, <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I thought it was Lannister. I'm so going, you're probably wrong. I'm going with Hallmark. So next up, the Jack Adams. This is another one where we might not be unanimous. So if Alex? we're not, I, I think it's crazy. I think it has to go to Jim Montgomery, the best team in the regular season in history. How do you not give it to the head coach? A first year head coach, by the way. He deserves it. I don't know what else to say. Who did you have at the beginning of the season? Oh shit! <laughs> I had I had Mike Sullivan. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Not a horrible pick to start the year, but uh, yeah. I, I see why you'd go there. Yeah, it did yeah. not turn out well. Yeah. Hey, things might have been different if they traded for Miller. Yeah. Um, before I give you mine, I think it's funny that all four of our Vesna picks all come from teams that didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Jack Adams pick has only ever been one guy and uh, he's not going to win it this year but Dean Evason I've only ever picked him to win the Jack Adams and one day he'll win it but it won't be this I feel year. like every time we have to make this joke who is he the coach of oh for God's sake I was going to ask but I didn't want to seem <laughs> stupid <laughs> I feel I feel like we did this we, the last we time every time and I still don't like know. who who is this guy he's the head coach of the Minnesota Wild that's oh. why I don't <laughs> It's just every year I think that they're going to do so much better than people think. Mm. And, like, they had a really good season. Oh, yeah. And I think he should get nominated. Especially, did you guys see that clip of him um, and Rick Bonus when they were, like, fighting with each other in yeah. the Dallas Stars game? And, dude, uh, Dean Evason waves him over. They're, like, yelling at each other. He goes like this. Like, come scrap. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. Fun. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So Vesin, or, uh, uh, Jack, Jack Adams, Adams worthy. worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, I love Dean Evason. I think he should at least be nominated. And then maybe win it in the future. Because, yeah, it's going to go to Jim Montgomery. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I, I went with Rod Brendamore. Um, I, I still feel like that's a good pick. I feel like he could get nominated. The Canes had a really, really good season. It likely will be Montgomery, though. That That's just the way it's going to go. But I, I'm still happy with my pick. And just for the sake of being different, I'm going to keep it. All right. Fair enough. My pick, on the other hand, isn't even in the NHL right now. I picked Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, there uh, it isn't. Bruce, anymore. there he goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm obviously switching things up. Going with Montgomery. It's a no-brainer. Yep. You know what I think is Record crazy? Record-breaking season. Is Montgomery is the coach of the Boston Bruins, leads the whole league. Yep. Bruce Cassidy, who was the Bruins coach last year, is now the head coach of Vegas, who is leading the whole Western Conference. So... Yeah, that's crazy. Like, just the two coaches for the past two seasons for Boston Bruins go and lead both sides of the NHL. I so think that's quite cool. What you're saying is next year the Canucks need Jim Montgomery. Yeah, right. If he's on the market, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think any team would want him. Alrighty, next up, we are going with the Calder. Alex, who did you have for the Calder, and who are you taking? I had Logan Thompson. Okay. Who was really... A really good pick for the first half of the season. And then kind of... Well, like he was an all-star as a rookie. Yep. But there was also another rookie goaltender who's been playing a lot better for the second half of the season uh, in Stuart Skinner. Yep. However, I don't think it's going to either of them. I think it's going to be going to Matty Beneers. He's just been having a crazy season. Um, yeah, I think you got to give it to him. Yeah. Um, Jake? Yeah, at the beginning of the season, I again, another player that I never changed my mind on since we started doing these was Mason McTavish. I picked him last year for the Calder. Whether he's in the him, NHL or not. Exactly. I picked him this year for the Calder because he was still eligible. And then halfway through the season, I changed my mind to Matty Beneers because he got off to such a crazy start and was like far and away the favorite for it. Um, and I think that that gap has shrunk. 
But yeah. I still think it's going to go to Matty Beniers. All righty. Marcus? Um, yeah, to start off the season, I picked Owen Power, which I thought was, you know, kind of out there because he's a defenseman. And it happens, but rarely. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he, he played well. But, again, not a Calder-level season. And, again, I, I wish I could have gone with Tage Thompson because he did look explosive at the beginning of the year. He's but also yeah. not, he's a, not a rookie. He's like 25. <laughs> I don't know why you always think he's oh, a yeah. rookie. I don't know. Who did you say that you did pick he, earlier? Logan Thompson. Logan Thompson. Oh, right. Tage Thompson played for St. Louis. For like three years. <laughs> yeah, if if I, you're a Thompson, yeah, you're a rookie. I wish I could have picked Tage Thompson. Too bad he's 25. He's been in the league for five years. Yeah, but he but he looks like a rookie. He's like a whole new player now. Right. I got a question for you guys. If Kuzmenko was eligible for Rookie of the Year, you yes. think he wins it? Oh, oh yes. Are you kidding me? 40 yeah. goals? Yes. Well, 39 as of right now. We'll see if he has 40. He'll get 40. I hope so. I hope so. It's a guarantee. But yeah, it would not be would not be a comparison. Uh, and yeah, because he, he, he has almost more goals than the highest person has points. Yeah, he, he missed by like six weeks or something. If yeah. he was born six weeks yeah. earlier, he would have been a... Anyway... Yeah, it's going to be Matty Beneers. That That's just the runaway favorite. That's fair. I picked another person from the uh, same team as you. I went with uh, J.J. Paterka. <laughs> uh, okay, he, Is he in the NHL? He, yeah, he finished top 10 in the league in rookie scoring. Uh, like in, top in, in 10, rookie though, points. doesn't typically... Maybe if he was a goalie, he could well, still win it. No, but I'm saying, like, at the time, like, he still had a good season. He still had, like, four, almost 40 points. Yeah, he's not a plug or anything. No, and that's like 15 points off the <laughs> one guy he was in the top. The, uh, But I'm not going with Matty Beneers because screw Matty Beneers. I am taking Matias Michelli of the Arizona Coyotes to win the Calder. Yeah, he's been having a crazy second half this season. Yeah, and he's played l- like less games and he's almost catching them in points. So. Yeah. I watched the Ducks and uh, Coyotes game last week. Yeah, and Michelli scored to tie it up with like twenty seconds left, and it was so hype. Oh, he's he's yeah. a beauty. He's yeah. a beauty. He's, he's a beauty. So yeah, I'm going with Michelli. All right, next up we have the Selkie. Yes, sir. Uh, I chose Mika Zabinajad. A little okay. off the All board right. pick. Which, I mean, I still don't hate. I'm going to switch it. Known more for his offense, but... Yeah, I yeah. kind of just wanted, like, somebody somebody off the board. But um, I think it's going to Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. I think it has to, just based it's off the so season. So annoying. Boston, like, they can't just win one award. After this season, they need at least another person to win an award. Yeah, and they'll get the goalie and the coach. Then they at need least. three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it'll go back to him. Yeah. It's crazy, like... This there's some of these awards that are just like no brainers. Like of course it's gonna go to Patrice Bergeron, but it sucks because there are players who are worthy of of acknowledgement, right? And I think they'll get nominated. Like Nico Heischer had a fantastic year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he should be nominated for the Selkie. Who I don't think he's gonna win. I think it's gonna be Bergeron. Uh, and I thought it was gonna be Barkov at the beginning of the season because I didn't put much thought into it, and he's been nominated for a ton. So I picked Barkov, but it's obviously going to Bergeron. Uh, I actually had Mitch Marner. Right. And, and again, I'm, I don't hate the pick, right? It's, it's obviously, it is going to be Bergeron. But, man, is this a conversation where you almost think they could rename the award after this guy one day? I would be really surprised like, if they didn't. It, yeah, they it, have to. It, is, it is the Patrice Bergeron Award, the best defensive forward. Yeah. And Ryan O'Reilly, I know, I know. He's I'm not, a few times <laughs> I'm not, no, no, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it should be named after him at all or anything. 
Now that he's a leaf, it will be. <laughs> yeah. They're going to rename it now and not give it to him. Yeah, yeah the f- former Leaf Ryan O'Reilly Award. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually going to keep my original pick, and um, I'm going to stick with Elias Patterson. Really? I think he had a Selkie caliber season. Uh, he leads the league in shorthanded goals, so that's something. Yep. That is a stat. And uh, <laughs> I think his two-way game has just been un- unbelievable, and he's definitely developed And he put it. up 100 points. Yeah, he's been really so, good. I'm going to stick with Petey. Yeah. I'd I really love to see him get nominated. I'd like to see him be one of the top three. All right, next up. This one better be a no-brainer. Yeah, well, it is. The Art Ross. Yeah. Can we Can we just... Yeah, let's on. just did, skip Did it. anyone not pick No, no, David? no, no, no. We need yeah. to talk about the Art Ross because I want Alex's <laughs> first pick. What? Uh, like Nazem Kadri. Oh, no, no. He, he, this is the one he picked Hubert, I think. Yeah, I picked Joe. Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh. Who finished the season with... 55 points? <laughs> he was close. Yeah. Oh. He was close. Oh. Big Art Ross. Yeah, 100 man. points behind the leader. <laughs> yeah, not looking too hot. Uh, yeah, not oh, good. Man. Yeah. All right, um, Jake, I, who did you pick? I picked McDavid. It's still McDavid. I also picked McDavid. Wow, you guys are so freaking creative. We're so freaking right. <laughs> I went I went with Nathan McKinnon, and I'm going to obviously switch it up to Connor McDavid. Yeah. yeah. All right, lastly. Are, sorry, are, are you sticking with the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have to swap. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> I got two games uh, left. Uh, Hundred points. <laughs> this this last trophy might have my single favorite pick from the. No, Mackenzie Weir was my favorite pick, but second favorite pick for sure is coming up in this one. <laughs> yeah, so we got the rocket here to yeah. talk about, and I know we have some great rocket picks. So, uh, Alex, why don't you take it away with who you thought was going to win the rocket? Uh, this wasn't a horrible pick. I picked Kucherov. I mean. He wasn't even the highest scoring forward on his team, uh, but he still had a respectable 30 goals. Uh, had more assists for sure. Um, but yeah, it's going to be Connor McDavid. No yeah. question about it. It's one of those trophies where it's just like a stat. Yeah. You know, like he has the most goals, he's going to win the trophy. Yeah. yeah. Jake, who'd you have? Uh, so at the beginning of the season, I took the easy road and and just picked someone that makes sense. I picked Austin Matthews. Mm. With that being said, though, halfway through the season, I did change my pick, and I ended up taking um, Jack Hughes. Oh, and you know, I, I thought that like that was a, a decent pick. He's got forty three goals, so he's he's top ten in in um yeah in goals. Yeah. So like that was a decent pick, but uh, obviously, yeah, Connor McDavid was sixty four goals and still a game to play. So crazy, crazy stuff from him. Yeah, uh, once again, McDavid making me. Wonder why I didn't bet on him. I picked Drysital. I just I don't know. The the season before, you gotta remember, Drysital did outscore McDavid goals wise. Yeah. I yeah. thought that could continue. And holy Jesus Christ, it's like McDavid got mad at me and said no. So uh, yeah. I will obviously be changing that from Drysital and yeah. picking McDavid, who has what does he have now? 60, 64. 64. 64. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Is this guy playing in the wrong league? Yeah, right. He needs to be moved up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I picked McDavid, and I'm going to stick with McDavid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you did not. <laughs> yeah, I, I went out on a limb this year, and I thought, you know what? The acquisition of Johnny Gaudreau is really going to help this player score. Oh, <laughs> he he battled injury a lot oh, at the beginning yeah, of the year, yeah, all right? Yeah. All right, he struggled with injuries, and I went with Patrick Laine, who's been hot as of late. But <laughs> just... How many it, goals in the season does he have? 
22. Oh, oh man. I, played. I think that's worse. I okay. think that's the worst. He only, he only played 50 games, though. He played 55. Same shit. <laughs> he still missed like 30 games. Yeah. And like he was probably hurt for the first half of the season anyway, so it's fine. Is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, fine. that's not good. It's fine. I don't and, think anybody made a good pick at the start of the season. Other, Jake uh, other than McDavid. McDavid. Other, yeah. than McDavid. other than anyone who picked McDavid yeah. was yeah. safe. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's about it. Um, we need to acknowledge the fact that Pasternak scored 60. Like, Dude, yeah. the amount of goals like, that are, or amount of goal scores that are going unnoticed is insane. Yeah. Well, it, it's tough because when you have someone get a milestone like McDavid did where he's at 64, everything below that, even if you have 63, it's like you don't matter. You know, but someone like, has 60 fucking four goals. Miko Rantanen getting 54 goals. Nobody's talking Crazy. about it. Crazy. Well, Leon Tyler, Tyler was talking about Rantanen all year. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I love like, Rantanen. But like media-wise, like he barely gets talked about. Leon Dreisaitl has 51 goals. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that McDavid has 64, nobody talks about it. He's getting 50 goals. Braden Point getting 49. And Jason Robertson, Tage Thompson, both at 46. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's insane, the scoring this year. Yeah. What, what happened to Horvat? He sucks. Because he was like right at the top for what? so long and then just fell off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, he sucks. They, he only has they 38 had, goals on the season. And he, didn't he have like 25 when he went to the Islanders? Yeah. He, no, he, he was on that. pace to finish the season with 52 goals. He would now yeah. be lucky to hit like 38. He, he is at 38. He's at, oh, he's at 38. Okay. Yeah. But no, he went from a team in Vancouver that had an entire power play designed to just get him goals mm-hmm. to a team where the one guy he was brought there to play with was injured the whole time he was there. It was like he went from a perfect dream custom setup to somewhere that didn't know what to do with him anymore. He's not a good hockey player. He's a good hockey player. He's just not a goal. Like, goal scoring isn't supposed to be his thing. He's not an $8.5 million player. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. He is in free agency. Too much agency. money for too long. He is, he is in free yeah. agency. Yes. Even his own team that signed him knows that that's the wrong contract. <laughs> Their own GM came out and said, ah, I was stupid. Yeah, he's I like, don't know why I did that. He's like, it's too long and for too much. But he doesn't care. He's going to be gone in like two years anyway. So it's not going to be his When they problem. asked Horvat about that, too, like, do you hear his comments? He was like, yeah, he's, he's right. Yeah, or even Horvat knows he's a $7 million player at best okay yeah. also in terms of like goal scoring because it's just it's on the topic uh clayton keller is one point back of keith kachuk for the record franchise record of points in a single season in arizona and i think that's a super interesting yeah, set. clayton keller's a goat yeah. i love keller mm-hmm. how many points would that be um i have a uh, biz nasty signed keller jersey right now. <laughs> yeah 85 85 mm-hmm. i have a wow. biz nasty signed <laughs> keller jersey all right <laughs> Oh, well, that's uh, that, that's pretty much all we got here. Yeah. yeah. You mean that's it? We we slammed through some stuff, so now the only thing left that we can really talk about is... I'm out of stuff. Some, uh, some thoughts, I guess. Hey, some- thoughts! Can I just bring something up I just noticed before we get into thoughts? Yes, yeah, your segment. This man. doesn't even want. count as a thought. No, no, no this is... This is it's like a pre-thought. Uh, exactly. The top three in plus minus this year are all on the Boston Bruins. Well, their really? goals for goals insane. against yeah. was like plus a th- million. But like it's the th- it's not the top 3 defensemen, but Hampus Lindholm, Matt Grizzlichek, Grizzlick. <laughs> oh my god. Close enough. And uh, Brandon Carlo. Yeah. Insane. Anyways, okay. Wow. Uh three thoughts. It's really late. Uh these I just thought of on the spot, so <laughs> don't judge me too hard. 
Uh, the first thought. Birds are prey. Uh, fancy coffee shops. Just give me a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I went to a coffee shop a couple of days ago. They're like, what do you want? And I was like, just give me a coffee, two cream, two sugar. Like, do you want medium roast or blonde roast? I was like, I don't want chicken. What do you mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I don't care what color it is. Yeah, so they give me this coffee, and they're like, the cream's over there. I was like, I asked you for the cream. What do you mean? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I don't want an Americana Misto. I just want coffee. Uh, gelato. What is it? Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> why is the color orange used as safety? What is visible? About it's highly visible. No. <laughs> what do you mean? No. Use like neon green. That's less visible. It's the no. same thing. That's the three thoughts. <laughs> that coffee thought though, like that's that's accurate, dude. Yeah. High end coffee shops—they're so snobby. <laughs> Would you go to like a JJ Bean or something? No, I went to this one downtown. JJ Bean has the best hot chocolate I've ever had. JJ Bean has good coffee. They have like this chocolate whipped cream that they put on it. Makes it super like rich and almost like this salty sweetness. It's so good. It's so good. Go to JJ Bean, get a hot chocolate. Another thing about treat yourself. Fancy coffee shops. They don't even have a menu. What? Like you gotta know what you get. Yeah. Like they don't have a menu to order anything. You walk in and you have to be like, you have to know what you want. That's yeah. some hipster bullshit. That's what I mean. Like, well, that's why I walked in. I was like, can I get a coffee, two cream, two sugar? And the guy just like looked at me and like almost laughed. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. They also have like the craziest pastries and they're yeah. all stale. Yeah. Well, they've been sitting there for months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, not good. Food at a coffee shop. Hell yeah. Hell no. All right. Well. We I think go. we got to wrap this thing up. It's getting hella late and the boys work so early late. in the morning. Yeah, yes, we all we do. work early. So, yeah, that's it. All so. of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, if you guys do want to reach out to us, you can at our email at vancouverboyspodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on any of our socials Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, or TikTok at Vancouver Boys Podcast or on Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. So that's uh, that's all we got for today, and thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace, Cronwall. I can't watch us on Twitch. Wow. Or was that loud? Oh, a little bit. A little loud.